0: Welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we talk all things dance and the
1: performing arts industry. A place where we share knowledge and real stories from people in the industry in the hope of inspiring and educating. We are your hosts, Kaylee and Charlie.
0: I love that as part of our show, we have been able to team up with some fantastic dance companies to provide giveaways to our listeners.
1: Today, we are excited to be teaming up with another fabulous dance company,
0: Studio 7 Danceware would like to offer one of our listeners a $250 gift voucher to spend on their amazing products.
1: Studio 7 Dancewear are an Australian-owned brand who offer a range of stylish and comfortable dancewear that dancers will love. Make sure you head over to our Instagram page,
0: at Dance Manners Podcast, to find out all of the details. You don't want to miss it.
1: Now, Charlie, every time I take you to a comp, I am literally blown away with the talent that I see. It seems every single comp we go to, kids are taking it to the next level. It is
0: crazy how amazing the young dancers are in Australia.
1: It certainly gives you people to look up to and aspire to be like.
0: And that's why I love talking to young dancers that inspire
1: me. We certainly have chatted to some incredibly hardworking and talented young stars. And today is no different. Tara Bajan began her dancing journey at four years of age. Growing up training in all styles of dance, Tara has had an incredible amount of success.
0: Tara has won countless titles and championships at various competitions and around Australia.
1: She has been crowned Miss Rainbow Australia, Miss Star Power Australia, National Champion of Australian Follow Your Dreams and Get The Beat overall highest scoring team, just to name a few.
0: Tara has also worked in Singapore with Get The Beat and performed in the 2019 Dream Junior Show as well as the Dream Junior Australia.
1: Tara is also an assistant who has travelled the world with Rebecca Davies and her radar technique.
0: We are very excited to chat to her today. Welcome, Tara.
1: Hi Tara, thank you so much for joining us. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. Absolute pleasure. Now Tara, you're a 17 year old dancer who has traveled to almost 40 countries through dance. Where did your love of dance first begin?
2: So it's actually quite a little cute story. I was a toddler and my dad used to put on all of his like 80s music and I used to just dance around the house and like bring my little chair and like do performances for my parents and I don't know I guess from there it just kind of fostered a little bit of like a love for like music and just dancing to it. And then after that I my parents like joined me in a dance school, stars performing arts, and from there on, I just saw like the other big girls like dancing. It was so inspiring for me, so I guess that's just where it all started.
0: What style did you start with?
2: I started with jazz, and I started with actually song and dance. So it was quite an interesting mix. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can you sing?
2: Look, <laughs> I mean maybe on good days. On good
0: days. <laughs> what training did you do growing up well i started at
2: my studio stars for me arts and have been there since since i started so i started um i did jazz hip-hop acro ballet tap everything like you could imagine i just did everything which i thought was really really good for me because you get a bit of more exposure i also did like programs outside like extra contemporary programs I did hip hop programs. I also was obviously involved in radar technique. So I had that kind of training growing up, but yeah, I kind of just tried to go all round and I enjoyed doing everything and enjoyed learning from new styles. So yeah, that's what I did.
0: And I continue to do it now. When did you do your first solo and can you remember what it was?
2: Oh yes. Okay. So I did my first solo when I was six years old and um, it was a jazz and it was called my boyfriend's back. And I had a little pink telephone I remember this and (laughs) I was actually I don't think I was too nervous but I think when I got onto the stage I don't know my little brain was like what's going on and I remember thinking because I I didn't really place and I remember I thought if I did my splits on my right leg which is my good leg instead of my left I would have gotten first place. (laughs) <laughs> but obviously not. But it was fun. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the things that go through a six-year-old's mind.
0: Exactly. <laughs> what was your first big breakthrough win at a competition?
1: Actually, it was the, the next comp after that. So
2: it was a year after, and I think I was seven, and I did a dance called Peppermint Twist, which was also a jazz. And I got first, so that was... A bit like mind-blowing for my seven-year-old self. And I think I also did like a song and dance, like Cat in the Hat, and I had this this big hat on and it was funny. Yeah, I did really well in that comp and I think that was when I was like, oh, my goodness, I actually can do this.
1: What would be your most memorable achievements at competitions?
2: Personally, I just love being on the stage and just having that experience to in a way not like show off but like show your hard work to like everyone and, and try and really like, captivate people like that's what like I like most and then I guess the positive environment from people coming around being like oh my god you did so good and I'm like oh my god no you're amazing and, like you just learn from others like that that's what I liked about competitions like yeah the placing is like cool and whatnot but I generally take those encounters and those like that networking and that feeling of being
1: on stage. Now, you're an assistant for Radar Technique. When did you yeah. first come across Rebecca Davies?
2: So I was very young and when Rebecca used to like around before I even like knew her and me and like some of the older girls from my dance school would come and do her workshops and I did so many of her workshops and, and then she actually came down to Melbourne and did a workshop at my school and I also did a private with her. And then from then on, she started teaching at our school and I guess that's just how you know we got in I started doing privates as well so then I guess I just improved with her well and then eventually became an assistant which is awesome but yeah it was actually funny we me and her always talk about how seven-year-old me or eight-year-old me was in like one of her classes and we had like no idea and then, like, we see photos from it all the time and it's funny <laughs>
1: How do you think Radar Technique has helped you?
2: In so many ways, so, so many ways. Like, as a dancer, like, with my technicality, insane. Rebecca's techniques, she, like, knows all the secrets, I swear. <laughs> and, yeah, she's really, like, helped me improve and pushed me and really been an inspiring figure for me, and she's really supportive. So, like, I grew as a dancer. So, like, my stage ability and my my dancing ability has really gone through the roof, and I, I really um, am super grateful for that. And I continue to work hard towards it. It's not something I, t- I take for granted. So that's like one of the aspects. Then she's also helped me in the part where it's, where it's like exposure and, and having like a presence on social media and in the dance community. That's been really beneficial for me in a way. So it's, it's helped me get to so many other more places in dance through like the recognition of being Rebecca Davies' assistant, going overseas, touring. So that's really impressive, which I find awesome and then also just like with public speaking having a good image in front of like lots of people talking with like adults and stuff like that so that's really helped me as well
1: what age were you when you became an assistant i think i was
2: 11 yes 11 i did a workshop up in the gold coast i'm pretty sure
1: now you have traveled all over with rebecca davies where have you traveled
2: okay croatia canada japan russia norway sweden spain germany france england Ireland, northern Ireland. Scotland, Wales, Gibraltar, Iceland, Singapore, China, Malaysia, USA, India, Finland, Mexico, Portugal, Poland, Australia, Morocco, Estonia, Switzerland, New Zealand, and so many more. I know the list goes on. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> How incredible is it that you are seventeen and you have been to all of those places?
2: It honestly, like, I'm speechless because. I can remember all of them so vividly and all of them like have such fun memories and I don't know it's just it's crazy because all my school friends tell me oh my god you've literally been to so many countries even before like I met you like you've traveled like the world and like for me it's like normal but then I realized how unique it is and I'm so grateful it's incredible experiences.
1: What has been your favorite and why?
2: Okay well. As I said, I love all of them because they're all different every single way. But the standouts, I have a few standouts. I liked India, Iceland, Russia, and Japan. Probably just because the country in itself is so cool. Like, for example, India was unlike anything. Like, it was insane. Then we went to, like, the Taj Mahal. It was so cool. And then, like, Iceland, the snow and, like, the rocky, like, terrain, it was insane. But then the workshops there as well are just incredible the vibes were amazing everyone was wanting to learn so you know it was a good environment I mean everywhere but I just like these ones the
1: most. Are you good at trying different foods?
2: Yes, I am. I'm, I'm like not a picky eater. So I want to I go and try everything. That's the one thing I miss now with like staying inside with COVID is going and like trying the food.
1: <laughs> Rebecca tells me to ask you about the first time you had to speak at a workshop in Pittsburgh. We interviewed <laughs> Rebecca and she said, I must talk to you about this. What happened there?
2: Loves bringing this up. <laughs> um. Okay, so practically in Pittsburgh, it was my first overseas trip with her and it was actually a convention that Abby Lee Miller from Dance Homes was hosting so, there was like hundreds of like kids there. And it was my first time, so obviously I was a bit like, I didn't know what to expect or anything. And at the end, they were asking questions. And one of them was, How many hours a week do you dance? So, it was very like an easy question, but I sat there going through like the whole like times tables, adding <laughs> on my fingers, like, maths in my head, just to like come out, I, like after like 10 minutes of sitting there in silence, just like, I think like 15, maybe. <laughs> and it was funny just because we laugh back on it now just because it's my first time in front of so many people and I just had the biggest mind blank and it was just funny like that's that's what it is it's funny and just it's funny to see how far I've come so yeah we look back on it
1: just as a little like milestone (laughs) you were literally sitting there going well on Monday I do one hour on Tuesday I do three (laughs) I was (laughs) do you attend a normal high school
2: yes I do I attend a public school And I've been there, you know, my whole – and primary school as well. And now I'm in secondary school and I intend to go to uni as well. So, yeah, I do.
1: Why is education important to you? Good question. So, I mean, I feel like it should be
2: important to everyone because education is vital to how the world works. But for me, I just – I really enjoy the experience of just learning new things and I like different subjects and whether it be, you know, business management or whether it be biology, maths or English – I just like putting myself into like new challenges and and striving for the best I also have very like much high expectations in a way for myself I actually want to go into med school after yeah after school so I like want to you know do good for myself and and stuff like that so I really enjoy that experience of trying something new and and doing well at it I am very much a perfectionist so everything that I do I want to do like really well but I just find it's important to learn about so many new things and yeah I guess for me. if I want to go into med school I have to put in like the work and, and study so yeah so I really want to do good in, in school
1: it's nice to hear that from you and I think it's important for young dancers growing up because I see a lot of them doing a lot of extra hours of dancing maybe leaving school early to do dancing or even going into a full-time dance program really early or homeschooling I love that you're saying that education is also important as well
2: 100 percent, 100 percent. and I've always like I've always thought of that because I was like I mean I'm super passionate about dance but I'm Also super passionate about like school and and what to do after school. So I reckon I like that having that balance. And dance is like can be like my side hustle. I'm obviously still gonna pursue it and stuff like that. Like I want to, but yeah, I was really adamant on on doing well in school and having that education behind me because. I mean, imagine having both sides like that. That would be amazing. That's what I'm trying to do.
1: So I'm surprised to hear that your dream is med school, but good on you. Dance as a career is not your be all and end all. It's not my be all and end all. I mean, if it goes down that way, like I'm all for it.
2: Follow like that path. But no, yeah, in the future, like perhaps maybe like if I'm some medical something and then like intertwine it with dance, like that would be sick. Like I I would like that a lot. But um, yeah, I really want to go down the medical path for my future.
1: Be the dance doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Are you planning to go to university and continue dancing as you do that?
2: Yeah, 100%. And what I actually want to do like now because I'm going to year 12, so it's going to be a bit more like stressful. So I, I mean, I'm still going to take classes and I'm really – actually want to try and teach classes. I've taught throughout this year, which I've started, which has been awesome. But, yeah, so I kind of want to start maybe, like, some open classes or at studios and stuff like that. Like, I want to really go into that direction as well. But I also keep wanting to do, like, other classes and keep learning from different choreographers because I reckon that's how you, like, learn best as a dancer. So, yeah, I still want to do that.
1: You obviously train crazy amount of hours for your dancing, but you're also super studious as well, so you work hard at school. How do you juggle the two?
2: Yeah, this is a question I get a lot. Um, and especially because when I was going on tours and I mean, still am, but COVID, you know, it's quite the challenging challenge. I mean, I found balance because, you know, you know, I have to actually do it. You know, you have a set time to go to dance. You have a set time to go overseas. You have to get your work done or else you're going to be behind so I mean it's all about like organization and and when you have the time you do it like you don't procrastinate like you you get it done and then I mean if I needed to like I would bring my work on with me on the plane or I'd bring my work to dance and do it in the car or something like that like I'd find time to do it and I'm pretty sure there's like a saying like if you need to get the work done like give it to a busy person because like you know they, they get it done so I feel like that kind of like that discipline and that that organization as I said again is is how like I've maintained that balance
1: when you're on tours traveling around does your school provide work for you to do
2: I get given like the classwork. so if I was on tour for like two weeks like they'll tell me like what the classwork was for that so as I said I either do it like before or after I mean usually we try and do tours like during school holidays so it's like, better for me and therefore like I have less less work there are, there are like holiday homework but I guess as I said, I do it prior or after.
1: Now, you're sounding to me like a super modest down-to-earth person, but I'm going to ask you to brag for a minute here. What have been the biggest dance achievements? What have been the biggest competitions you've won? Okay,
2: the biggest competition I've won was Follow Your Dreams. I'm pretty sure it was 2018, 17. Oh, gosh. Okay, somewhere like that. It was finals and I of Australia, and I... I won first overall, if you could say, like, the first champion. So I had to do, like, my dance. We had to go through different, like, heats in a way. That was one of the first moments where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was... You know, I was so proud of myself. I always am. And, and that was just kind of rewarding for me to all the hard work that I put in. It was kind of, it was really nice. I've also gone and done so many competitions and I, I've actually won a trip to America for this year, but unfortunately I couldn't go. I was also with Get the Beat Top 5 and I, I got a trip to Singapore, which was amazing, but. My biggest dance achievement would have to be touring with, with Rebecca Davies and, and with Radar Technique. That's been my absolute standout. Like it's, it's just beautiful to go and see, like, and help dancers, like, enrich their, their abilities and, and boost their confidence. That to me has been insane. Like from all different, like, communities of dance. That's really what my biggest dance achievement will be.
1: Do you do a lot of competitions these days or do you focus on a couple of main ones? I used to. Um, when I was
2: younger, I used to do, like, all of them. I was like, "Mom, put me in this. Mom, put me in that. And like, I loved it. I loved it. And But, I mean, now that, you know, with school and stuff like that, like, I had to cut down. So, yeah, I used to do, like, just the main ones, a few, like, yeah, different ones throughout, like, most recent years. I mean, I think, like, now I'm going to start, like – you know, focusing on my glasses and stuff like that, going on a different path to um out of comps. I mean, it's great. I love comps, but I've done enough of them, and I'm I'm finding like other little pathways that I I start to love as well.
1: What have been the biggest challenges you've faced?
2: Well, you have like injuries, but that's just like little obstacles. Maybe like motivation, and maybe comparing yourself. That's super hard, especially the dance industries. Sometimes when you come over those like mental challenges, that can be harder than physical injuries. I'm a very eager person to learn and I get inspired. So like if I see someone maybe on like Instagram or or someone in my dance school, I can kind of regain motivation. I mean I'm very like self driven as well. So if I want to do something I put my mind to it and I do it. So I guess my positive my mindset's always been very like positive so I'm glad like I'm lucky to have that that to me was kind of the hardest challenge a bit like your mental but I have a good support system around me so it's good yeah
1: do you ever have self-doubt
2: yes <laughs> of course like I feel like everyone has self-doubt at one point in time it's normal and it's something you know that should be like accepted and honestly like it's it sometimes can be a good thing in a way because you're like, oh my goodness, I can't do this or something like that, and then you push yourself, you you work hard and and you do it, and then you're like, oh, I proved myself wrong, like, and then you feel like so much better about yourself. So I feel like obviously like self doubt is it's not what you want to like feel or anything, but in a way you can kind of look at it in a positive way and and regain like success <laughs> from it.
1: Is that how you overcome it?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. And a good support system, as I said.
1: You mentioned injuries before. Have you ever had any major ones?
2: Yes. I I haven't had actually too many. I have problems with my knees. I've had two. I've done like one time I did a, a backflip on the concrete and I landed on my knee. Yes. Yeah, so that was not good. Very not smart from me at all um <laughs> yeah just my knees they're not actually too bad like it wasn't bad at all so I had like physio and stuff like that but I guess the diff- most difficult part of it is having to wait it out and, and seeing like everyone dancing like oh my god I just want to go back I just like want to do it but yeah you get there eventually and I feel like you're like more driven after because you've had so much time out. You're like, oh my god, I got to get back and you know smash that out. So I have had injuries, but they're not that they haven't been too major.
1: Do you do any prehab work to try and avoid any other injuries?
2: 100, 100. I do like lots of strength training. I mean, at our dance school, like Stars forming Arts, we do careful and like safe practices, and and uh, like with Rebecca, like we're very like adamant on safety and like preparing the body. And we do some drills, and you have to do like this strengthening exercise because. For example, like if you haven't, you do a jetting on stage and you land bad, your knee's going to go out or something like that. So you have to like prepare your body, like do strength training, stretch training, all that kind of stuff to make sure you can prepare your body for whatever may happen and, and you can't, you don't have to hurt it in, in a sense.
0: What sort of training do you do on a weekly basis? Well, I used to do all the different styles, every different style. I could get my hands
2: on different programs, as I said. But nowadays with like COVID as well, I would do like a few classes. Classes online from like different choreographers whether it be like hip-hop, jazz, commercial, lyrical. I also, as I said, I started teaching. So that was amazing. I loved that experience. And then I also did training with Rebecca and Radar Technique. So I did a lot of technique training online and and assisted workshops with schools all over
0: the world, which is cool. Are you naturally flexible? I get this question a lot. And I'm actually
2: um, not. I'm not naturally flexible. I, as a tall, young, like child going through dance i i was not i was more of like kind of like a strength person i had a good height in my jumps but my legs were never fully up there straight away i just worked really hard and i through my technique coach rebecca davies and and carly lagana from stars performing arts like we came together i guess and like they helped me stretch and find ways that my body can work to its greatest extent in a way so yeah through like training technique training I've i've gotten more flexible
0: how often and how long do you stretch?
2: I used to stretch lots and lots of times, yeah. When i get home, I'd practice, I'd, I'd stretch, I'd turn. Like, you couldn't stop me from turning a lot of the time. But you find, like, a sort of rhythm into it. I do it, like, every second day. And, like, whether it be, like, before the class, like, a quick, like, 10-minute stretch or something like that, or if it's, like, a technique class, like, for an hour and we stretch, or I just go home and I want to focus on something, so I go in there for, like, half an hour. Like, it depends on what I... gonna focus on whether it be like an all-round or a certain aspect I go and stretch like those certain muscles or those joints ligaments whatever yeah that kind of stuff so it depends but yeah
1: so you usually do a big stretch every second day
2: yeah do you do
0: any strength training
2: yes of course um strength training I reckon is as important as stretching if your body is too like you know everywhere like you're not going to be strong enough and as I said like you may like hurt yourself so strength training is also very important so yeah i do strength training a lot yeah
1: what sort of strength training would you do
2: all around like just with stretching it's like you can do the whole body or you can focus on different aspects like for example if one day i wanted to do more jumps and and whatnot like i would work my quads and my glutes and my like my legs mostly like do like squats all this kind of ground work but if i wanted to for example do perhaps like kick turns i need like the back muscles and like the arm muscles so I would strengthen up those up.
0: How many pirouettes can you do?
2: My record in pirouettes, just from standing, is fourteen. Yeah, which is awesome. I love that. But I'm, um, I'm actually very. I want to try putting on tap shoes and seeing how many I can do.
1: <laughs> in tap shoes.
2: Yeah, I want to because you know how like Sophia Lucia like broke your record in tap shoes. I want to try doing that. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna even get close to that, but I just want to give it a try. <laughs>
0: What's your favorite turn to do? Good
2: question. Okay. Well, my favorite turn changes all the time because I keep, we keep adding on new ones and like creating new stuff. But I think my favorite right now would have to be, it's like on my Instagram and it's kind of like an ice skaterish kind of turn because I look up to the ceiling with my back and then I hold onto my leg behind me and it literally looks like I'm what the ice skaters do on the ice and I love that. I love ice skating. So, like, just that I represent that a little bit was, like, so exciting for me. So, yeah.
1: Do you just play around and come up with new kinds of turns?
2: Yes, 100%. That's my favorite thing. Favorite, favorite.
1: (laughs) What do you prefer,
0: turns or leaps?
2: Turns. I mean, I'm just such a turner. Like, I love my leaps. Like, I do love my style leaps and stuff, but turning is my favorite pastime. I was like religiously just like practicing like 24 7 it's really cool to me and I love that I I can do so many it's such a random feeling when you're in there when you started like it was such a random feeling but like now it's so cool I like turns
1: (laughs) what are your top tips for getting better turns
2: okay well practice 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 (laughs) but you gotta get like the position perfect. All about like the balance. It's all you need to be balanced on that foot. Even if like your body's going this way, maybe it has like counterbalance it with an arm. But balancing is crucial. Then you just gotta like start turning. And I mean, if you gotta like look out for mistakes to like film yourself. If you find a mistake, like, go and fix it and just, like, target on those. So it's definitely about, like, doing all that. Top tip for turn is go do a Rebecca Davis class.
0: (laughs) What is your favorite style to dance?
2: My favorite style to dance right now would have to be a bit of, like, a mix between contempt and lyrical. Those kind of styles, I feel like I can express myself a lot and it kind of feels really natural. But it changes all the time, as I said, like with my other things. When I was little, I loved Jazz, hip-hop, those are my favourites, and I like Broadway jazz. I mean, I've, now I now I love doing hip-hop just on the side. Like, I listen to my music, you know, I just, like, dance my, like, bathroom mirror. That, to me, is, like, fun, and I just, I love it. Like, it's different energy. But, yeah, no, lyrical and like, contempt allow me, like, to express myself a bit more, and I, I, I like that.
0: What style do you find the hardest? <laughs>
2: Tough. I'm not a tapper, all right? I mean, like, I tried so hard. I tried. I did. And it didn't work out for me. But <laughs> that was the one I just, I don't know. I just couldn't get get it right. <laughs> it's
0: that one. <laughs> what is your favorite pre-dance snack or food?
2: Ooh, okay. Well, I'm a big fruit fan. So, I mean, I like fruit. But, yeah, I mean, before dance, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't eat, like, too much. Like, you'll feel sick, like, when you dance, so yeah.
0: What are your goals for the future? Through dance, my future
2: in dance, I'm really, like, looking forward to teaching more and, and kind of making like a name for like myself through like that pathway as well as I said I still want to obviously take classes from different characters. I still want to do training with Rebecca and, and if there's like any more tours like that's awesome like I would love to like continue doing that I also I'm looking to make start like, a little dance line the little business side on it I don't know I just I find it cool to like find different like aspects and take from each one so yeah like that way through dance I'm I'm looking forward to just any opportunity that like may come across, like do that. But then also with my school and stuff, as I said, I want to go into medical school and, and pursue a, a career in in like the medical field. So. I'm looking forward to that but yeah just learning I love learning so a future with learning is great
0: <laughs> where can people follow your progress well my main little hub
2: is Instagram I put a lot on there and, and that's where I like to you know connect with other people so I reckon Instagram is definitely it I also have like a website now so I mean like the moms can follow me on Facebook as well <laughs> but like yeah just it's, it's mainly Instagram
1: Facebook is so for the old people <laughs> it is I mean I'm on Facebook too so I'm <laughs> I don't know what i can say <laughs> oh well tara you are such a driven hard-working motivated young lady we wish you all the best for the future and thank you so much for chatting with us
0: of course thank you so much for having me again it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys
1: <laughs> thanks tara so much
0: for chatting with us today
1: we can't wait to see where your journey takes you
0: Don't forget to check out episode 43 for our full interview with Rebecca Davies.
1: And make sure you enter our awesome Studio 7 Dancewear giveaway. You can check out all of their amazing products at studio7dancewear.com.
0: Remember, you can find all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts,
1: and Stitcher. Please feel free to get in touch with any feedback or questions you have via DM on Instagram at Dance Matters Podcast. Keep dancing. And remember, listen, love, and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.